friends, welcome to So Fired. I'm your host, Dr. Lindsay. And I'm Chelsea. This show is all about how getting fired together fired us up to pursue our dreams. We want you to learn from our mistakes, laugh with us, and live out the life of your dreams. Get ready to be so fired. Hello, friends. Welcome back to So Fired. We are your hosts, Dr. Lindsay, we're here, and I'm Chelsea Toronto. Chelsea's just finishing up her snack. So it's an ice cream bar. It's an ice cream bar. It looks delicious. I'm going to have to go next door and get myself an ice cream after we're done with this. Mm-hmm. But I'm just going to hop right into our so fired to fire moment. This morning, took Layla for a little walk. I'm trying to get out of my routine of just rolling out of bed and coming to podcasting. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to take Layla for a walk. It's so nice out. We go walking. I come back home, walked out of the apartment. I'm texting. I'm like knocking on the door. I'm like, Oh, he just doesn't hear me. So I te- my husband, uh-huh. I texted him. I was like, hey, can you let me in? He's like, oh, no, I'm not at home. I could come back. I'm like, no, too late, too late. I need to be at Chelsea's house in like 15 minutes. Like, I don't have time for that. We tried to record this morning and I had my phone and the sound quality just like wasn't ideal. So we're like, OK, whatever. Let's go get a smoothie bowl and let's go to yoga and then come back and record again. We didn't even get a smoothie bowl at that point. We went to yoga, which was amazing. Oh my gosh. Best yoga class ever at Upswell Dynamic Wellness. If you're in Denver, check them out. And then we recorded. And then we're like, we don't like that one either. <laughs> then Chelsea recorded a show on another, she's a guest on another show. And then I went to go get a facial. So we are back. Third time is the charm. And I am feeling it because once we talked about what we're going to be talking about today, it was like, woo, fired up. Indeed. So yeah, I'm pumped. That's a good one. Yeah. What was my so fired this morning? Let's just leave it at that. Okay? Yeah. In terms of so fired. Yeah. So but I noticed you have a spoolie over there. I have. Yes. I have a spoolie. And I noticed it's in a sheath. So speaking of sheaths, I have a little story for you. Okay. So my dog Butch is experiencing oh. some erectile problems. Oh, you guys. He's a little oh. toy poodle. Bless his heart. Such a sweetie. Yeah. Bear with me. This is, you're not going to This is graphic. No, but it's yeah no I mean Uh but just so little guy like only like 15 pounds his penis is not retracting it's it's always out red rocket at all times a little lipstick but Mm -hmm. what I'm noticing is when he he it's obviously causing some irritation he's very uncomfortable so when I see him kind of doing this thing It looks like a white little breakfast sausage. And this poor guy, you know, at first you're like, oh my God, that's disgusting. And they're like, fudge, stop it, fudge. And I just get it. So I went to the doctor, the vet. We went to the vet yesterday. As you know, and as Jesse knows, because I called you both from yeah. while he was getting his blood work done. So I just received an email from the doctor. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm excited to report back. So uh, real quick, the vet says the blood work looks good. So like I said the other day, okay. I wish they would just start off with, Everything's okay. Yeah. So she said, suggested it's a dryness issue with this penis. Mm-hmm. She said, add water to the food. I was like, I already do that. Mm-hmm. Scroll down. If his penile sheath gets inverted again, you can use warm water. Or you could use some KY jelly to help <laughs> lubricate his sheath. <laughs> so I told you, I told you you needed lube. So the vet is suggesting her recommendation is that I give my dog a hand job. Oh, God. 
I cannot make. Do you guys want me to screenshot this yeah. when I put that? Because honest to God. Oh my God. It's right it's there. It's just like, I'm so uncomfortable knowing that that. Actually, <laughs> it's more like. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> yeah, that's the handy right yeah. there. <laughs> Literally lipstick. So that that's what happened in the last oh, hour. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. got your KY jelly ready to go. And the funny thing is you called it this morning. You're like, what are you going to have to do? Give him a hand job. I'm going to yeah. oh, no, buy KY jelly or yeah. Vaseline. And then Doug's question was, well, he's going to lick it. Is it okay to lick KY jelly? And I was like, oh, Get my God. Get the flavored kind. I was like, of course. <laughs> people lick KY jelly all the goddamn time. Yeah. Flavored. I mean, uh -huh. no, because we don't want to encourage them to lick it. <laughs> anyway, so that's what happened. Oh, my How'd you like God. that intro? I was like, is your spoolie in a sheet? <laughs> What did it really draw from your surroundings? Okay. <laughs> my spoolies for my eyelashes, not no dryness issues for you me. Let me give that a hand. Anyway, so what are, Anyways, we, what are we going to talk about today? Well, you know, we've just been like talking about the show and the direction and what people say they think about when they're listening to us. And they're like, you know, it's like we're listening to our girlfriends talk. Oh, we're yeah. having like a really good conversation with our besties. And besties, are you in for a treat today? Yeah. Yeah, you are. I thought kicking it off with my giving my dog a hand job, that is just the tip of the iceberg. No, because we were talking about gaslighting earlier and lies and relationships. Gaslighting, okay, I know it sounds kind of silly, but I honestly like don't really know what gaslighting is until our very smart producer, Jesse, had to explain it to us because I feel like you just see the word all the time and I'm like, what? Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. But she has a wealth of knowledge. And the whole term started from a play back in the forties where that guy was like turning off, turning on the light and making his wife think that there wasn't a light turned on. Right. And then basically changing her beliefs and making her think that she's crazy. Or Wild. politics. Yeah. Politics. <laughs> oh my God. Four years ago. <laughs> okay. Or two years ago. You want, last this is my summary of <laughs> gaslighting. Politics. <laughs> <laughs> now that I know what that word means. Okay. So what does it mean? You're basically kind of like, forcing someone to change their beliefs about what they believe because you want to be right. Uh, yeah. That right? just rolls off the tongue. Yeah. Is that really what <laughs> I mean? That's like my understanding of it, okay. but I'm going to look it up too. Cause I, I too don't know the exact, I know that I have experienced it, but I've experienced a lot of things. So I don't know. Um, which according to Wikipedia, which is the best source for everything, it's loosely defined as making someone question their own reality. Okay, yeah. Or it's manipulating by psychology, questioning people's sanity. Yeah. That's a good Pre one. Presenting a false narrative. Okay. Uh-huh. Yep. So. With uh, that being said. And I'm like, have we even got on that topic earlier today? I don't remember. But... Oh, we started from lying because our second recording today was supposed to be about lies. And so we're taking a slight offshoot of lying. Mm -hmm. What are we going to talk about? Well, <laughs> you well know, I know what we're going to talk about. I know what we're going to talk about. Out? Okay, so when we were talking about lying earlier today, we were like, okay, there's lies on social media, there's lies in politics, and then there's lies in relationships. Yeah. And that's like a big one that- That's uh, the jackpot right that's there. That's the jackpot right there. And you and Jesse are like, have you ever been gaslighted? Like, tell me about your relationship experience. I'm like- Whatever. You know what? Say. Yeah. No. You, yeah. I was like, you know what? I don't need to have anything to say because I have all you the have things. all the things. Yeah. I'm sorry to take that moment away from you. Oh so God, you no. put your head down and you said, no, I've been fortunate to be married to my husband since I was 15. Yeah. 
Exactly. (laughs) But you've also been going through some other relationship turmoil with your family recently. I think that kind of Uh, brought some stuff up. It just means I'm okay to cut them out for the time being. Mm -hmm. They're not deserving to be at this table. Yeah. But then what we got on topic of was like in relationships and with a spouse, what kind of lies are going on in those relationships? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, is it little white lies? Like, yeah, you look great. I hate that top. Or is it like... Oh, um, I actually have a second family that lives a state over and <laughs> uh, I'm busy. Is, I am impressed. That was an excellent segue. Thanks. That is like the scooter unto itself segues. There you go. <laughs> okay. So, so that's lying, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So tell me about, I know you have this one experience where you were in a relationship where the lies were just out of control. Yeah, they weren't great. <laughs> they were in, of abundance. And because I'm the resident doctor, I guess, on the show, I'm, gonna... I'm, pre- I'm presenting some facts to you really yeah. quick about lies, <laughs> about the liars in our lives. Okay. Okay. So there's four types of liars. Yeah. Let me know which one this person was. There's a deceitful liar, those who lie to others about facts. There's a duplicitous liar. Did I say that right? Uh-huh. Those who lie about their values. Okay. Damn, let me get that. Okay. And then there's a delusional liar, those who lie to themselves about the facts. Mm. And then there's a demoralized liar, those who lie to themselves about their values. I feel like the conversation we're about to have, that individual doesn't fit to any of those. This person is delusional. <laughs> I think they're a little bit of everything. They're a little bit delusional. They're very deceitful. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Hopefully our uh, listeners can chime in and tell me which one. Yep. There's a cute infographic to go with it as well. Oh, that's adorable. I know, right? Uh Uh-huh. I feel like he's the entire infographic. So tell me about this time (laughs) when you dated someone. I think it was almost 23, 20 years ago. Oh, yeah. Wow. I know I'm that old. (laughs) So when you were 15. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Okay. This is such a fun story, actually. It's not that fun, but I don't, enough time has passed where I don't really like where I'm not upset over yeah. it anymore. So what had happened where you have to go back about a year, I had gotten married to this, this guy we met in New York when I was working with the New York city police department in the South Bronx. We had been together for years and long story short, we got married, but it ended rather abruptly. Quicker than Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Or Britney Spears. Oh yeah. Cause that's what that was at that yeah. time. So all in, it was like 90 days. So it was very traumatic. It's a blessing in disguise. And you know, it was a little, it was hard to get through it. It was, you know, I kind of, I don't want to say hit rock bottom, but it was a, it was a really tough one. I was still getting gifts from like the honeymoon, like oh from God. the wedding. And like, we literally just got back from the honeymoon, like a week later incident. And then anyway, so my parents, particularly my mother was really embarrassed. Mm. She was ashamed. And what am I going to tell my friends? And blah, blah, blah. So there's, there's a reason I'm setting this stage up. So I would say it was about eight months later, slowly starting to go out in the public, right? And, just, and then were you in New York or were you in Denver? Now I'm in Denver, Okay, right? We got, although we got married in QS, we like set up life here in Denver. So then I was going out with this gal that I didn't know really well, but she was my landlord and like of social, we could have been social friends. I met her through my mom. So I know who she is. So obviously you would trust the individuals that you're meeting. Yes. Okay. So we are, <laughs> we are at the Rio, which I don't even know if it's open anymore. It's a margarita place. Right. Oh. And they serve really strong. Marriage. So she and I were going out, but we met up with two of her friends mm-hmm. and 
they were going to the hockey game, but it was neat to meet them. And I really hit it off with this one guy. And through conversation, oh, where do you work? Oh, I work at a spa, blah, blah. That was kind of it. We didn't exchange numbers or mm -hmm. anything, right? It was just a, a nice to meet you. Should we give him a name just nope. to make it easier? Oh, sure. What kind of name? No way. Don't know. <laughs> I mean, I've been waiting to tell this story for 20 years, but because I would have told it sooner, but I was fearful of repercussions. Oh. But yes, you could give this person a name. I'm like, I can't remember his name, so I don't want to accidentally say the name yeah, and then be spot be on that it was the name. Okay. Charlie. Okay. <laughs> Charlie. Because <laughs> it couldn't be any further from that name. That's a terrible name. But yeah, Charlie it is. is. Okay. Yeah. So. Oh, it's Chad. Okay, fine. Yeah. Chad, Chad. Chad just, yeah, rolls off the tongue a little yeah. easier. So I go to work at the spa the next day, and then I receive a huge bouquet of flowers. Oh. And it was from Chad. Oh. I was like, oh, wow. Now I'm 25. And you have to remember, I just hit rock bottom. And like, this person, can I say all the things? Like the perfect, yeah, yeah, let's just go all in. Okay. You don't know this person. Okay. I highly doubt. Chad is a lawyer. Uh-huh. So Chad sends me flowers. Really nice meeting you. Huge bouquet. It wasn't, we're not talking like 12 roses, but like something over the top. And like a Hallmark movie when you're like, this is awesome. And you know, if you get flowers delivered to the workplace, there is literally no other like thing that like can make other women jealous. Mm -hmm. You know, not intentionally, but whatever. You're all the women are like, oh, right. So I think I, we, we spoke, I was seeing someone at the time, he was a hockey player for the Avalanche and Chad, I really liked that guy, but there were some, like, it was very, you know, I was in a very dramatic state, mm -hmm. just all over the board, couldn't really like control my emotions, whatever. So Chad was like, oh, trying to like white knight the whole situation and come in and like, you should break up with him. It's, it's a dangerous situation. And, you know, like, you know, like pick me and, you know, his ego was trying to outwin the, the athlete. Yeah. That took its course with the athlete and eventually like, you know, it died down for about six weeks, but whatever it, it rekindled slowly, just kind of wore me down. So we started dating and we would do a lot of things together. We would start going out. We were drinking. I was drinking then. I was drinking heavily. I was drinking then. We would do like all the things. We'd go out to fancy dinners. We'd spend like the weekends together. He didn't really spend the night, but that was kind of fine because I just needed some alone time yeah. given the circumstances. So kind of extravagant, really nice things all the time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he met my parents. My parents were over the moon because like, okay, we could sink our teeth into this. Like way to bounce back. You know, the first, the guy I was married to was a police officer, right? And they didn't really ever approve. That was not good enough for, in, in their mind. So now you've got a prominent lawyer and, you know, the lawyer took me to his office and then he took me to the new office that they were building out, which was like quadruple the space that they were currently in. And I just felt like he had, he let me into his life and showed me all the things and the details. And then it was very emotional, but he confided in me that his dad was sick with cancer. Right. He said he, he had been married and divorced. Parents were still getting over it. And now with his dad's cancer prognosis, it was just a really sensitive time for his parents. And he spent a lot of time with his parents, especially while he's concerned with his dad's health. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Take notes, everyone. Yeah. Remember this. Yeah. 
pin pin that one. Yeah. So he would, we would like hang out until about like seven and I was pretty, you know, we would always drink and I would be pretty drunk at that time. So it was like, I was very appreciative of having that alone time. And then we, let's see, like jewelry, clothes, travel, like literally all the things. Mm -hmm. And, you know, at the age of 25, those are the things that I really wanted. Yeah. Not knowing what matters most. Mm-hmm. Okay, anyway. <laughs> but you still want all the nice things. I do. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think it's just easier to get swept up in it when you're 25. It was. It was. Yeah. And here I was super heartbroken. And I was like, okay, this is my future. Right? He talked about getting married. He sh- like, we started like looking at condos or like townhomes downtown near the office. Wow. So he's like, we could be close to the office together. And I was like, yes, 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 yes. So he met my parents and then we were, I can't remember how long we were together. He met them and then we would travel. Like we spent the holidays together, like Thanksgiving. And then we went to Turks and Caicos and he flew out and he was with us Christmas day. And I don't know. Right. Like, so yeah. Like everything was going just as smooth again a lot of jewelry (laughs) she was blinded by the diamonds (laughs) okay there's a reason why i'm telling you this okay so i think there was a fur coat too oh my god (laughs) i'm sorry those things matter to me no they do not matter to me less but okay that's not the point so i guess that's all on the front end then then the bottom kind of drops out and by bottom i mean it plummets so my parents are in the mountains with their friends one lady she didn't know very well she happened to be an interior designer wait let me back this up he and i would travel we would travel with his partner his law firm partner okay all of his like business associates because he is like on the bar association here and like the national i don't know whatever for lawyers and so i felt like i had met like a large portion of his world yes Okay, so my parents are in the mountains. She meets this lady, and the woman's an interior designer. My parents are bragging about my boyfriend, and she's like, oh, I know him. And she's like, oh, isn't he great? She's like, yeah, I just redid his living room with he and his wife. I'm like, oh, you mean his ex-wife? And she's like, no, I mean his wife because I did it like two weeks ago. <laughs> so my parents got in the, they were like... Chad has a wife. Chad has a wife. Chad's married. My parents were white and literally like got in the car and drove down. I think I was at the house and they're like, we have something to tell you. He's married. Did you believe them? I wanted not to. Mm -hmm. So my physical reaction was like terrified, like shaking. My stomach was nauseous and like desperate. Yeah. So I called him and I was like, this is what they're saying. Is this true? I remember I was in my parents' bathroom. It was always like all my very serious conversations took place in my parents' bathroom. <laughs> I guess it was because it was deep in the house and less likely for someone to eavesdrop. Is which... it on like the cordless phone or? Yeah. Like, I'm sure I had a cell phone back yeah. then. Anyway, yeah. so I was like, is this true? And I was like, Chad, tell me, is this is what they're saying. Is this true? Is this true? And then I'll, and I just like shrieking and I was like, and your dad, is your dad fucking sick? 
He's like, no. Oh, just to like add to one big lie. It's like, oh, okay. You lie about your dad having cancer. Yeah, like that is some bad karma shit coming around. Monster. Yeah, you know, I look in his eyes and they were like dead. Mm. There was no light in those eyes. So when I tell this story, like, okay, but here's the thing: fucking Thanksgiving, Mm -hmm. fucking Christmas. Yeah. Like, what is up? Like, where do where does his wife think that he is? I don't know. I didn't get to that. Okay, so what really hurt me... Okay, so now, if you thought my parents were embarrassed before, (laughs) they are fucking humiliated, and they are disgusted with me. Mm. They're like, what kind of person did we raise? Like, somehow this is my fault. Right. So, to clear my name, and this is not at their... They did not suggest this, but what I did was then I found everyone's contact information, like his business partner and all the friends, Including that girl, because the girl that introduced us, oh. I was like, bitch, did you know? Yeah. You kind of know him as your friend and you didn't fucking like, she's like, well, I didn't know it was going to go anywhere. I'm like, you didn't. Oh. So on the business partner, his associates in the bar, and I called every one of them, introduced myself and said, I just want you to know, I did not know he was married. I am not that kind of person. And, you know, please forgive me. Mm-hmm. What was the response when you did that? You're like, okay. I'm sure they thought I was being dramatic, you know, like, like, what's that? Single white, no, but one of those married one, oh, with the bunny killer. Which one's that? Oh, I don't know. Okay, whatever. It's a Michael Douglas movie where she like stalks him. I think they probably thought I was like, who's this crazy bitch? And I was like, no, I have decency and I have to like honor myself. Mm-hmm. Then when I tell the story to people, not necessarily women. But even like people I know and I'm still close with, they're like, you knew. Like mm. somehow this is my fucking fault? Yeah. Is that gaslighting? I don't know. But somehow they're blaming it on me. Like you knew. How did you not know? Because he's masterful at being deceitful. Right. I mean, he's a lawyer. They are literally paid <laughs> fuck ton to lie. Of money, <laughs> fuck ton of money to lie. Yeah. And like dangle jewelry in front of some hurt, broken person. Say the kind things. Show them, like, here's where we're going to buy a condo. Come and visit. Stay with me for the holidays. Like, mm-hmm. travel internationally. And it's my fault I didn't know? So what did I do? Not only did I... <laughs> because, you know, I don't go out like that. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not basic when it comes to being scorned. Because I called his wife. Did I tell you that? No. I called his wife. And I said, I'd like to meet for coffee. I just want to... So I met her. How do you do? Was it the... Did she know who you were? Okay. So how do you do? We're at Starbucks, Fillmore. Uh-huh. And I said, please forgive me. And she's like, you're just his type. Oh. She's like, this is not the first time this has happened. Mm. She's like, I knew about you because I was watching the bank statements and all the charges coming through. Oh. Fucking bitch. Wow. Why did you reach out to me? I don't know. And she's like, you know, I found something of yours in the car. I mean, I don't know if she knew it was you. No, she didn't. And how could she have? But what I do fault. So the first time I met with her, please accept my apology. I'm not that kind of person. I would never have done this. Bloody blah. We met for a second time and I don't remember (laughs) why. I think that's. (laughs) Want to get drinks after this? Like, come on, let's hang out. What the fuck? (laughs) So then where the second time I left, I was angry because it's like you should have put a stop to it for the first time. So other people didn't have to suffer because he's a predator 
Well, don't you think she's also suffering? I don't give a shit. You know what? She's in control of her own destiny. She may be, but you know what? You don't have to stay married. I think she she was a third member in the business of the law firm. Oh. And I'm like, look, you, you, I don't know. It's her choice. I mean, Fine. I can see, like, I can see where you're coming from, but also, if they're going to have an open marriage, just like. She didn't know they were having an open marriage. Well, she, she knows, but, like, he doesn't know that she knows. Oh, I think they full on talked like, about it. Because both yeah. now, both of them know. I don't okay. know. Whatever. I would just say that if you're going to be doing that in your relationship, then he should just be honest with you in the first place. Like, right. Sure. This is a situation. He ideally should have been honest on about a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't end there. No, it does not. <laughs> so where does it go from there? So I told my dad and my dad, he actually called me. It was like the only time I've ever heard him drunk. And he was like, do you want me to kill him? He's like, I will go to jail for you. And I was like, no, 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 I do not. Please. Like in my, is... my, my Italian family, they're, they don't mess there around. There might be mob connections. Yeah. And like so much so I was like, please, no, 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 this is fine. And he was crying and like, ah, of course he was still embarrassed. So then <laughs> what happens? I, honest to God, I feel like I heard this story for the very first time right around New Year's because we were sitting at dinner and the four of us were at whatever, just before New Year's. And my brother told me the story and he's like, you don't really know the true story. I'm like, how am I still hearing not about this? <laughs> why is this Chad 20 years ago? Why yeah. does this not die? And he's like, this is what really happened. He's like me, dad, and uncle Al. I didn't think it was uncle Al. I thought it was somebody else, but the three of them went down in like trench coats <laughs> Way to revert back to our terrible, terrible roots. <laughs> Do they also have hats on too? Uh, like, like a fedora like and like a machine, machine gun, gun underneath. Like... Fucking so <laughs> my dad's like, oh, we want to see Chad. And the receptionist is like, uh, he's not here. <laughs> he's like, he fucking is. And then, so my brother says, seven months later, that he slammed his fists onto the desk and like the desk broke. Oh my God. I was like, the receptionist didn't do anything. We don't need to take it out on her, but I'm a little more rational than he was. And then like, I don't know if they were like vandalizing things. They were waiting in the air in like the reception office until he got like back. Like knocking plants yeah. over and <laughs> throwing, like, taking a photo off the wall, <laughs> like smashing the canvas. I was like, what knees. are we doing here? So yeah. And then obviously they didn't interface with him. He, they did not kill him. No, just had no, just so you know. just very much alive. Yeah, I think he left a message, and the message my father was said is, "If you ever talk to my daughter again, we will kill you." And if my daughter finds out that we were here, I'll know that you talked to her, and I will also kill you. <laughs> I'll call you, kill you again. <laughs> so what happens? Still not over. So what happens? Taylor sees him at the cruise room, which is at the Oxford Hotel, I think. Yeah, it's um, that, like, that like speakeasy yeah. kind of thing, loungy thing. Like Art Deco. Yeah. It's red mm -hmm. lights. Yeah. Yeah. Cross, cross the bar, Taylor fucking sees him with another woman. Oh, oh shit. And Taylor's aggressive. Yeah. He's got, and he, this is right up his alley. <laughs> so he, Chad makes eyes with Taylor, throws down money, and takes the girl's hand. And now they're running out of the restaurant okay. and ta like Taylor's like already like knocking over things, trying to get to, to him, yeah. like knocking over the stools kind of thing. Uh -huh. And now they're running down the street 
oh my god is that 16th street yeah like, like right by yeah 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 yeah. No, yeah so he's chasing after him and they're like chad and the girl are running now the girl's looking behind like what the fuck is happening she should take her purse and like hit chad be like what she is no she like, this is so ridiculous so then they're running chad almost runs into a light post oh my god and taylor's screaming you motherfucker i told you if i ever saw you again i was gonna kill you and this is that time <laughs> <laughs> I think I don't know what happened to Chad. He got away, blah de blah. Now it's been reported that he's been seen around town with other ladies. Mm-hmm. I mean, we went to Nuggets games. We did all the things. I saw him in, at a Nuggets game many, many years ago with his wife. Now you would think that's like okay, fine. I've made my peace. A lot of great things started happening for me right around that time. When we, it was like 2005, we kind of officially that was it. And so I never you know, I was healing from it. There was a lot of embarrassment, but like I had a lot of great things to look forward to. So I wasn't really focusing on it. Guy started dating like four or five years later. We actually saw him at a steakhouse downtown and I went white. Now the guy that I was with, I was like, that's him. Cause he, I gave him the story. Oh. And regrettably I told the guy I was seeing then because I just, you know, I shouldn't really tell people. It's funny if you're going to share it with a girlfriend. It's not right. so funny if someone's going to use it against you. Because mm-hmm. I feel like everyone I've told this story, like my family and the people that they hold it against me, mm-hmm. like somehow. Anyway, so I tell him. And I was like, that's him. He's like, go to the restroom. I got this. And like, I'm white as a ghost. Like, I'm yeah. kind of like, I'm very nervous energy. Like, what was, what's going to happen? Nothing. But I'm right. still very like, so we go to the bathroom. Now I'm sitting in the bathroom. You know, those steakhouses are really nice, like thick <laughs> hand towels. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't have a lot to do here. So I give it a good five, seven minutes. Yeah. And I come out and he's gone. He's like, what did you do? It's like, well, I just went up there and introduced myself and say, hey, I just want you to let you know, I'm here with my girlfriend, Chelsea Toronto. And with that, he went white in the face, <laughs> dropped cash on the table, and they like booked it out of there. Oh my god! It's like you know how like vampires you have garlic. It's like around Chad, just whispered Chelsea Toronto. I know, I know. And he's like, Whoa. so maybe he's equally as scared of me as he should be. Now yeah. the real bummer is now again. I have been waiting because there's always those like Cheater.com or like the Dirty. I think it is. It's a website oh. where you can like out like local douchebags oh. in your town, like post their picture and be like, this person does this. Yeah. I guess it's kind of like it's social like, media now. It's like TMZ for yeah. locals. Yeah. Yeah. Like this guy does this. Yeah. And I really wanted to, but because of his legal, legal stuff, I was just like, I can't. Oh yeah. He might've. Who knows what he would have done. Yeah. Like slander, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Right. The only reason I haven't forgotten about this and I'm pretty much re- like reminded of it every single time I get in my car and start driving. Because this motherfucker's picture is on every single bus in Denver. Yeah. Billboards. Everywhere. Yeah. I mean, I don't care anymore. But the <laughs> fact that I literally see him every day, I can't let it go. I mean, I can in my heart. Yeah. But in my head, I'm like, God, it's like every time. Every like, time. Oh, man. If we had a dollar every time we saw that. Oh, man. A lot, a lot of money. A lot of money. Yep. Okay. We could retire. Do you want to hear any more fucked up relationships? Well, okay. So that's an instance where. Because <laughs> I got one more. Yeah. Got one more. Definitely like lying about, uh-huh. lying about the facts. Very deceitful. And I wonder if him and his wife are now just like business partners. I don't think so. I heard they had a kid. Oh, why am I hearing things? About I that? know. But I mean, like, 
as in their roommates and they know what's up with each other i mean how can you possibly go with like that many women and not have the whole town know and not have your wife know i don't know i really don't know yeah how do you let someone go away like how how are you not kind of tuned in when your spouse is not you know that's not true i feel like there have been a number of times where doug's been not here with me for a holiday and i found myself thinking hmm is this the same thing because he made up a lie and said like oh i need to be with my dad for thanksgiving and my dad doesn't want to see curtis so don't bring him and i was like first of all what kind of grandfather says no thank you to seeing his uh, grandson so now i'm like maybe maybe it's easier to happen than one would think yeah do you also feel like you went through a divorce you got betrayed by this guy yeah and then you're, and then people are like, how did you not know? Like, how did you not know? Does that just make you, like, second guess every single thing and, like, every person that you dated after that? Uh-huh. And I had no self-confidence, no self-worth. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever felt lower because you had two very tumultuous relationships that just were gut punches. I couldn't have felt any worse. And then to have your parents pile on. Right. And then even the subsequent guys, like somehow shame me mm-hmm. for nothing I did. It's just like, I was just a kid. I know. Fuck that motherfucker. I mean, like, he knew what he was doing, and it's not fair. And what's even worse is the shame that came with all of my inner circle. Mm-hmm. So I find that to be really painful and challenging. Maybe that is indicative of the relationships that you mentioned. My family relationships, I'm kind of putting them on on ice for now because I think I've had enough of all this like like constantly dumping on me and making me feel which is the same you know what I mean like enough you guys I'm a good person I'm kind to you like stop so it should be a clue that like this is not a healthy relationship either like anybody else would be like oh man yeah like if they were your friends they would not be your friends anymore for sure right and my friends would never do that but these people yeah so anyway and even the relationships i have romantic relationships and they question it i'm just like and then does that make you question yourself not anymore but it certainly did i didn't and i didn't think i was worthy of love and i thought i was just lucky to be with anybody is that gaslighting kind of kind of yeah change the narrative yeah for sure yeah, yeah, 100%. And I was like, no, 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 I, did, I, I didn't do anything here. So having to defend my actions or my decisions when, and I like to say this often, the person I was at that moment was doing their absolute best. Yeah. And the fact that I felt compelled to like clear my name and let people know and even apologize to his wife, like that shows character. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't necessarily expect other people to do that, but that is what I needed to do because I don't believe it. There was infidelity in my parents' relationship, and I remember how painful that was. And I never wanted to repeat that pattern. And unbeknownst, so it was like, no, 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 not I'm not taking this. Is we're not putting this on me. So oh, I don't know. He sucks, but he'll get his own in the end. <laughs> Fuck that dude. He sucks. He's dead in the eyeballs. Oh, he is creepy AF. Yeah, and I mean. At what point does he just like stop having side chicks? I don't know. And I don't particularly care because you know what? He's living in his own hill. Like he's tortured somehow. And I'm a better person. You know what? I'm happy enough that I don't really care. And I'm only reminded of it because I see him every third car. Yeah. 
And then I think about it because you told me about it. I'm like, that guy sucks. It fucking sucks. Like we were looking at not only the like the condos downtown, but like houses and stuff like that. So he kept selling me on these dreams. And so now, you know, years later, I'm okay with it. But like, I'm very sensitive to like people over promising and under delivering. So yeah. I know, like kind of messes up your whole perspective on people from a young age. It did for a while. Yeah. But like I said, I've done enough counseling and therapy and inner work that I forgave myself. I forgave the situation. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I don't, I don't have any emotional attachment to it because it wasn't my fault. Yeah. It's just, it was a, a bad circumstance that I was a party of. So, and these things can happen, right? Yeah. I think that just goes to show that it can happen to anyone. You always think it's like not going to happen to you, not going to happen to It just happens anyone. a lot easier just, than you yeah. think. It's like when you get fraud, like when fraud or Oh my scam. gosh. I know. Like when Amazon is texting me, like, did you just buy a washing machine? Like call us to verify. And I was like, I did not just buy a washing but machine. But then they want your like credit card to, or password I know. And to then like they're verify. Like, yeah. They're like, oh, like screen share. I'm like, no. Screen share is it? Yes. It's the That's screen. the new scam. Yes. Yeah. And I was scammed and I'm like, I am so fucking gullible. But they, and they like harass you and I they're know. super aggressive. Uh -huh. So, you know, it's always the litmus test is when I tell this story, if I tell it out loud, does it like even make me cringe? And you're like, what the fuck was I thinking? That's the litmus test. Right. And that's the, and so whether it's scamming or being like seriously deceived, if they want to deceive you, they will, they know the mind games and the tricks. So fraud is a, a perfect example of the situation. Mm -hmm. I was frauded emotionally. Yeah. And I think that all these fraudsters out there, they're just looking out for themselves. Sure. I think most people in life are not like, necessarily like that. No, not necessarily. So most, I think most people have a really good heart unless you are someone who's trying to scam you for Amazon. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely there's shady characters and I'm like for most people, they probably can sense that, but if they can't, it's not their fault. Like we should no, stop yeah, like victims. Oh my gosh. Just like, okay. I was telling you about this the other day, Jen Shaw from the real housewives of Salt Lake city. Uh -huh. She had this scam going on where she was, I don't know if she was like telemarketing or what, but she was selling a product of little to no value to people like 55 and older mm -hmm. and scamming the elderly. And then she got convicted of like wire fraud and like conspiracy to do this and that. And she kept on saying like, no, 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 I'm innocent. I'm innocent. I'm innocent. All of her like co-conspirators pled guilty in two seconds. Mm -hmm. She finally was like, yeah, yeah, I did that. And it's like, you know exactly what you're doing. And that's such so selfish because you just want to make money and like taking advantage of taking advantage. Yeah. yeah. It's the same it's thing, right? Like, oh my gosh. And age doesn't discriminate. It's just like no. so easy. It's especially they're they're a little more vulnerable it's the vulnerable that get picked off mm -hmm. like i was a sitting duck yeah and he preyed on my vulnerability and like my weaknesses and here he can just swoop in and have his way with it yeah the situation that's why i say never be vulnerable don't have feelings, <laughs> don't have feelings. Um, i'm not anymore no. like i'm wise as fuck and then and people are like oh you you hate men no i don't but i i have a you're cautious i have a like a very it takes me a minute i'm mm -hmm. cautious as yeah. i should be yeah you should be i've been hosed a lot of times <laughs> yeah you should not like butch's little hose but like, <laughs> this is a very penis dominated <laughs> conversation okay let's save your story for next time i know i can see that maybe we'll make yeah. it a patreon because that is oh yeah one. we'll make it a patreon oh, okay shit. you guys 
it's it really is gonna be good. a patreon let me get a bonus episode or like and ask us anything because mm-hmm. we're getting a lot of good questions for our bonus episodes coming up later in the week so we'll just make it a patreon oh my god it's amazing it's better yeah. than this one <laughs> so anyways good one do you have a liar if you have a liar in your life put them on blast <laughs> Or Make sure you screenshot this episode, tag us, and tag them on Instagram, and then we'll like give them a middle finger for you and be like, eh, "You suck." <laughs> so that's what friends do. Yeah, yeah. We are here for you. Yes. All right. Well, we will see you next time. Yeah, we sure will. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Disclaimer: This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. The stories and statements expressed herein are experiences and opinions. They may not represent the views of the production studio or the hosts. If you disagree with our content, that's okay. No podcast is perfect for everyone. Enough with the serious stuff. If you love So Fired, you better rate, review, and subscribe. While you're at it, check us out online, on YouTube, on Instagram, and especially on Patreon. Your support helps us keep this show going. Thank you for listening, Bestie.